Welcome to the Matt Cast. I'm your host, Matt Chandler, along with my co-host, Matt Williams. Present. And uh, today's a pretty special episode because we have a, a super a cool guy in the house today, uh, Mayor Larry Spears Jr. What's up, man? What's up, bro? Man, I'm excited about today. We have a lot of stuff to talk about and uh, introduce our listeners to you and uh, just talking about the city and leadership and all that kind of stuff. So with that being said, this is the Matt Cast. All right, we're back. Coming off our episode of Fear, that's a it's pretty recurring uh, element in today's world right now, especially during the beginning of these holiday seasons. Holiday seasons open up with a holiday of fear, but... Uh, I'm scared right now. <laughs> you scared, bro? I don't know why. I'm just scared. No, man. No, I'm kidding. No, nothing to be scared about, but uh, yeah, coming off of that one, feeling, uh, feeling good about this one. I, this one, I want to focus on lifting up all of our leaders mm-hmm. who focus on obedience first and then allow that to cascade down into their actions. I don't know what your notes say, but I feel like you're kind of implying that a lot of leaders don't act in obedience first. It's yeah, usually you, selfishness you, or whatever you first. definitely have some that uh, focus on their own strengths and uh, don't tap into that potential uh, that connects us all, which is love, baby. Before we get too deep into that, I got to ask Mayor one question. Yes. Growing up, did you ever have a homemade Halloween costume, and what was it? So we were, at one point in my life, we weren't even allowed to celebrate Halloween. Like, my mom would be like, that's the devil's day. So we had to sit there and, like, pretend that we didn't hear ding dong. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all, all we wanted to do just go out there and get candy like That's the right. other kids. So I felt deprived for many years <laughs> of the early stages of my life. Um, never had a homemade one, only because we weren't allowed to do it. So mm, sure. I was homemade sitting at home <laughs> watching everybody else have a good time. So did you at least campaign to buy candy to eat? No, well, <laughs> so what we did was like, so back, we grew up at community church. And so community started having like this fall festival thing. Yep, that's right. And we were like, thank you, Jesus. Now we can finally go do something and have fun. And get some candy. And get some candy. <laughs> so we got to wear costumes and stuff to that. But it was never anything like, you know, it had to be godly level. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know Angels what I mean? like, in we the field I talking to the like shepherds. He-Man because He-Man had like his nipples poking out and stuff, you know. <laughs> oh, man. So you couldn't do that. Full yeah. circle to the bat suit. Val- so yeah. I had a homemade, oh, yeah, that's right, George Clooney, terrible. I had a homemade Batman costume. Right. He had a homemade white Power Ranger costume. I saw that on Instagram, bro. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. But that's, you know what that means? It means you grew up in a humble environment. Yeah. And when you're from, you know, down south like we are, there's nothing wrong with that because everybody right. else is doing it too. That's exactly right. Yep. Oh, That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So uh, what was I saying? Uh, connecting us with love. Oh, leaders uh, focusing on their own strengths um, yes. rather than tapping into um, the love. So <clears throat> when it comes down to it, for, for something to be successful, and, and I want to ask you a question here in a second. I, I've I've pretty much calibrated. There's three necessities for something to be successful. Mm. Uh, you need a you need a driver, someone to drive a vision. Mm-hmm. You need a vehicle, okay. some some way for this vision to actually move, and then you need a map. So just like if you were taking a, a field trip to uh, 
somewhere up north. I don't know because we're south. Somewhere up north, uh, you need a driver to drive you there. You need a vehicle to get you there, and you need a map so you know where you're going, what you're going to do when you get there. Um, yeah. So, so that's my perspective of seeing something through to uh, success. So, Mr. Mayor. What's up, bro? When you were accepting this position, did you, could you see any opposition? Did you see anything visually that you were like, okay, this is going to be a big bear I got to tackle first? And, and if you did, what, what are some, maybe some steps that you knew you had to implement, maybe things you relied on to do so? Right. So it's really cool. So everything that you're saying, like, I can definitely relate to, and you're on the right path because, like, okay, so, like, the moment I became mayor, I felt like this is this is my thing. I'm going to play this because it's my jam. All right, here we go. All right. This is what I felt like when I became mayor. <laughs> That's been my new sound. I've been going around in my office working. I'm like, pew, 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 like telling people, hey, this is an awesome moment right here. Yeah. The, the thing that happened for me when you say you have to have a driver, a vehicle, and then a map, it's uncharted territory. So you have to have a map. Sure. In my um, growth or in my youth and being around the church and being raised by parents who love the Lord, who taught me things that are with me today that I'm trying to convey to others, it was a little bit easier and a little bit different for me because... Uh, I'm thankful that I, I prayed about the situation before I ever even ran. Yeah. And so as soon as I won, in the moment that I was uh, sworn in, I guess you could say, at the city council meeting, the first thing that I publicly did right then and there in front of social media, in front of the newspaper, in front of all the council members and people that were in attendance, was I publicly stated that this city and this community would be led by the Lord. That's and right. And I publicly and prophetically announced that we were going to do any and everything possible to glorify the name of God and to work and deal with the community on that level. Yeah. So some people say, well, you can't mix that. That's politics and religion. You can't do that. Well, that's the problem today is that it doesn't have to be politics. It's people. That's right. It's people. And who heals people? Oh, go with it. Come on. Only the Lord can truly heal people. Amen. So how do you fix a city? How do you fix a situation that has mm. gone, I'm not going to say awry or, or, or bad. You have to look at what's going on and you say, how do we start to rebuild? How do, st how do we start to uh, reaffirm the word that God has given us? Well, we had to start by reestablishing the families. That's we right. had to start by starting back, like pretty much like on Similac, man. Like you don't just start <laughs> yeah. out with a twenty ounce T bone steak. We went back to the milk. Like, got to put it in a bottle, shake it up. That's right. Let's start out and let's see where we go from here. But we put God first, and I truly feel that once we did that, the the curtains were open, the windows of heaven were open, and that's why we're seeing the things that we're seeing today. Amen. And, and what I'm seeing, so <clears throat> you're on social media. You've got a pretty good presence there. Boom pal. And boom pal. Hashtag boom pal. That's right. And I love it. I've actually said it. I've, I've caught myself being like boom pal. I was boom like, pal, oh, baby. come on now. Hashtag boom pal. <laughs> <laughs> but what I've seen is the perception that people are now starting to change their perception of orange. And I was having a conversation with uh, one of the guys that work with me, and uh, he He's he came down from uh, North Texas and he was he was finding a job here in Southeast Texas. And he said, "There's a lot of favor coming out of Orange." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Really?" Now he was like, "Yeah, I mean, Beaumont, Port Arthur, Houston." He he's 
done it all. And he said, just orange, there's a lot of favor coming out of orange. And so what I'm seeing on Facebook is the perception is starting to change like a paradigm shift is people are now starting to stand up for the city of orange and saying like, Hey, why don't y'all get connected? Like, I mean, sure. We've, we've got Mm -hmm. some problems and we can vocalize those problems. Let's focus on solutions. Solutions. Yeah. And that's a big change that I'm seeing now. It's not just focusing on problems, but now we're focusing on solutions. That's it. And we're focusing on diversity. Yeah. Because in the Bible, when you look at the scriptures and you look at the commandments, it didn't say this is only for white people. This is only for black people. He says my people. That's right. Sure. And so we're my people, right? And so what, what I prayed about was like, okay, Lord, you got to give me something to tell these people. And I've been here before to Life Church with the wonderful pastor, Matt Chandler. Hey-o. At the helm. And we talked about it, and it was like the three things that I know the Lord specifically gave me for the first year of my three-year term as mayor was it was positive motivation, encouraging participation, and leading by example. So the first part of being positive was really just like we got to be our own cheerleader. That's right. right. This wasn't Disney where you were just going to wake up tomorrow and all of your dreams were going to come true. Right. You had to get out there and be a cheerleader and start to believe in ourselves again and then encouraging participation, getting others involved, but then also at the end leading by example. So that's what we've done that whole first year. And now this second year, it it has been all about – accountability and responsibility. Mm. So we told people, man, we want you to get involved, man. Orange is alive. God's not dead. We're not dead because it says if two or more are gathered in my name, I'm in their midst. Amen. And I know we got two Christians in the city of Orange, right? So we're <laughs> he's here with us, so we're good. And I think that now we're starting to see the fruits of those labor of those laborers and going out there in the streets and getting on social media and getting people to believe again. And so now the second year, if you've noticed, I haven't really been out as much as I have the first year, like on all the like, Hey, we can do it. You know, we're all a great team. Like, because now it's our job as a city and staff to give you proof of what we told you would happen if you believed. Mm-hmm. And so that's what this second year has been about. So right now we're, we're compiling what has been done in the last 19 months so that going into the last year, I'm going to give a progress report of where we are. So we asked you to believe. We asked you to get involved. We asked you to lead by example. Look at these 37 things that we've improved or changed or built in the city in the last 19 months. Mm-hmm. So if this happened in 19 months, imagine what can happen going forward sure. in the future. Yeah. That's what we're doing. I want to go all the way back to the beginning before we get too more too deep no into the rest of this. Um, you, you mentioned diversity. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're the youngest uh, elected mayor ever in the history of Orange. Yes. And the only black, black male, male yes. elected to the city of Orange. Yes. Um, which is, is phenomenal. It's awesome. You can go into the city council chambers and you look on the wall and then it's like me at the bottom like, whoa. Yeah. It's pretty funny. But it's awesome because it shows you that times are changing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, at the very beginning, I, I know we've had this conversation privately before, but being a young person which I'm a former city councilman. I was the youngest elected in Pinehurst, so I know what that is like. Being a young person, being a young black man, um, what challenges did you see at the beginning? Because you're sitting here talking about casting vision that first year, and you did a great job at that. Thank you. But what challenges did you see? I know that even some church people came with some opposition yes. Yes. Um, uh, when you were making these changes and trying to get diversity you know, common within the city. The changes were like, Mind-blowing. I mean, I'm sorry. The adversity was mind-blowing. And the reason why it was mind-blowing was because a lot of it came from a lot of people that I grew up with. Mm. 
thought that would have I thought that they would have had my back. They were the same skin color as me. Mm. And then the older generation that I had a lot of problems with that just wanted to see things stay the same way that they were. Yeah. Especially with me and my wife. We know we're in an interracial marriage. So mm. we have mixed children. And to see that happen now today in the city of Orange I think it's a wonderful thing because it shows you that things are changing. Sure. But not everybody's on board with it. Yeah. So you got to think there's 18,000 people here. There's 11,000 people that are registered to vote. And there's only like 12 or 1,300 votes cast in that election. Mm. And I got like 900 and something. So 900 and something people determined the mayor of an Out of almost 20,000. Yeah, 18,000. City. So not everybody's happy with it. And not everybody's going to like me. But I had to get over that really quick. Like, so it, it kind of hurt because I was like, dang, man, I, I thought you had my back. Like, I, you know, I grew up with you, grew up playing soccer with you, football sure. with you, you know, grew up going to church with you. And it was like, those were some of the main people that were coming against me and that were like, you know, I don't know about that. You know, um, I knew him way back when. And I'm like, I have nothing to hide. Like, that's the first thing. I have nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. But then I had to step out in faith and boldness and know that. This is not something that I did for fun. Let me get that straight real <laughs> right. quick. Yeah. This is it's fun some days. That's like right. I just left from West Orange Elementary. I go visit Little Cypress Elementary. I go to some of our private schools and I visit. Mm-hmm. Those are the fun days. Working with children and working with people who are positive, those days are fun, but that's very few sure. compared to trying to open people's minds. But but at the end of the day, I find strength because it's it's an assignment. And so I take this just as any pastor would take leading a church. I take this just as anybody would, uh, you know, leading any type of major company. It's an assignment. Mm -hmm. But I have an assignment, and I know that I don't want to let God down, and I don't want to let this community down. So I pray, and I say, you've given me this assignment, right? Because there's no way a 37-year-old African-American man in an interracial relationship should have been mayor of the city of Orange. (laughs) Well, that's never happened before. It was like, wow, look at this. So I know you put me here for a reason. So now I need you to give me the tools that I need that are necessary to complete this assignment in your name. So that's how I that's how I function. So that day you were sworn in the first time. Yes. You were city councilman first. City and councilman. And then, then you ran for mayor. Yes. Um, what was it like having your family there? Man, it was amazing. It was an amazing feeling to know that I got the opportunity to represent my entire family. Mm-hmm. Not only the ones who were there, but the ones who weren't there, the ones who came before me to think, like, I wish I would have had a chance to uh, tell my grandfather. You know what I mean? He had sure. passed away before. Um, I think back on that day uh, because my dad was there, which who recently passed away about a, a month ago today, today a month ago. Wow. So, you know, uh to know that I'm doing something to make them proud. And one thing that people have to understand, when you come from a small town like this too, just because like if you're the mayor or you're a city councilman, it's not just you that got you there. It's the name of your family. That's right. Because if your family was out there shooting and robbing and you know doing evil things, you probably aren't going to get in a position like that. So my aunts, uncles, grandparents... You know, everyone that came before me are the ones who paved the way for me to have a, a decent last name to be given this opportunity. So it was wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. Your spirits at home and your spirits when you walk out of this house. That's mm-hmm. it. You got to represent. And you best not disrespect the family. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, that, that goes back to legacy, man. The things that we do here, 
it, it leaves an impact and it leaves uh, a pathway, like you said, for our kids. Right. And uh, it amplifies the teachings of the ones who came before us, like our parents and our grandparents and things like that. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I, I was aware of your dad. I'm, I'm sorry to, to hear that. But I do know that uh, just in, in how you've made that information available was how impactful he was. He seems like he was a very powerful man. I didn't awesome know guy, your father. Man. They called him Scooby and they called me Doobie. So Scooby and Doobie. Scooby Doobie, man. That's it. <laughs> yes, he was awesome. Oh, yes. yes. Um, but uh, I'm sure he's he's left you um, traits and characteristics to pass on to your kids. Yes, um, Definitely. What what would you say is is uh, if you could honor him by passing something on to your kids? What what would you say it, it Man, would your be? Character, yeah. his character. Um, to have his funeral, and they put out like over four hundred chairs, and people were still standing in wow. the back and in the balcony. Yeah. Um, the hundreds of phone calls and text messages that I received in the week prior to the funeral, leading up to it, and the week after, of people who were like. I'm sorry I can't make it, but I love your father. Your dad did this for me. There was a time I wanted to commit suicide, and I went in your dad's office at work, and he prayed for me. And I was just like, I knew that my dad was awesome. Mm -hmm. But when you hear those kinds of things <laughs> sure. from other people, you're like, yeah. my dad was like a like was there for a lot of people. Yeah. Like he was a hero for a lot of people. Like people like other men and and women that were going through things in their relationships at home. Like he was there for them, and so. I talked about it. I spoke at my father's funeral, and I talked about Luke 2.49. You know, when Jesus, when they went looking for Jesus in the temple, and he's like, did you not know I'd be about my father's business? Like, that's what's given me strength since this has happened, is that I'm all about completing the mission that my father had started, yeah. which was just being about his father's business, and not only his earthly father, but our heavenly father. So that's right. I take everything super serious now. That's why when Matt was like, hey, man, can you come be on this podcast? I was like, what? I'll be there. Like I want to spread the love of God. I want to encourage people. I want to get involved. And if there's anyone listening to this podcast that wants to get involved and help the city of Orange, the county of Orange, or if you need us to come, I'm sure you guys, we can sure. load up oh, and we'll take off and go. Sure. That's right. Like We're here to spread the love of Christ, man. That's right. We're here. Yeah, amen. So your dad wasn't only Superman to you in the home, but you find out that your dad's Superman to all these yes, other people. Yes. So uh, Or Batman. Or Batman. Yeah, see, Batman, let me, uh, Mayor, uh, super important question. Uh, uh -huh. Batman or Superman? Man, Superman, dude. Thank you. You can't be like, yeah, my dad was Batman to all these other people. What does that Batman say? Batman was like this little, <laughs> Batman was like a spoiled brat that eventually oh, came around. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to have to end the show now. Uh, man has a butler. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, man, oh. can you go get me some tea real quick? I'm just going to lay here. But he was TV. like a, a British ex-spy guy. I think I'm that done. Was, I'm, I'm like. You know what? Y'all are both bro. ridiculous. If I, if ridiculous. I'm going tell you right now. If I was Superman, oh, man, I'd be flying all over the place. Right. Just dropping in. Hey, what's up? Take off again. <laughs> dropping in. Just dropping in. Y'all pray for these people. Pray for them. They, no, but they being, don't know what they're talking about. Being about your father's business, not just to your immediate family, <laughs> which should be, I think, in in the family sense and as men, the the you know the command that we're given take care of our our first disciples, which are our kids mm -hmm. and our immediate family. Um, losing focus on that, the attention needs to be making sure you're you're right with God, and then focusing on your family, <clears throat> and then going out if your home life's not right. And I think that's where some of the uh, 
issues do pop up is like you're saying, you, you know, dad was dad to me, but, and then you're finding out that he lived, yes, you know, the same as what he was in the house as he was outside. Like he was, he was Superman and to all these character. other people. And that's character. That's it doesn't character. Change. Right on. Yeah. One of the things I, I love about just who you are and your story and everything else you, is that what I love is that you're a young guy, you got in young to making a difference. It wasn't just running for a position to go to the next thing. It was like, look, I'm here to actually make a difference. We saw you on the streets picking up trash, Thank you. you know, and people recognizing that like, okay, so if he's willing to do this, I can do it too. I can do it too. Right. And then all the young guys, even in scripture, Paul is saying, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, you know? That's it. Um, and that was a battle I, f- I fought too as a city councilman, but uh, it's so encouraging. And what you're doing is such an impact. You're talking about your father's legacy. The legacy you're leaving now is that, hey, it doesn't matter what you look like, where you come from, See. what your past is. You know, um, if you have a calling, you have a mission, you know what your purpose is, you can achieve what you want to achieve with, of course, God as your, your helper and your That's guide, it. you know? That that was impactful. I do know what he's talking about when, when you guys were out on the track. It wasn't just you. I think it was a few other councilmen. Was there. Yeah, so, like, the first time it was crazy because, like, man, so let me tell you how funny that was. So somebody had wrote something about me on Facebook that had me, like, blood-boiling mad. Come on with like, it. Like, wanted to, like— How'd oh, you react? Man, what they say, like, I wanted to body that person. You know, that, that, that's the word these kids use now. <laughs> I'm about to catch a body. So I was like, ah, oh, what do I do? So— I was like, okay, instead of getting mad, instead of saying something stupid back on Facebook, I'm going to take this trash bag, and I had some grabbers from, like, a community cleanup, like, months before, and I'm going to walk down 16th Street and pick up trash. Yeah. And so I had my headphones in listening to, like, some Brian McKnight. Oh, come back on, at man. One, yeah, oh, dude. You know, and I was just, like, relaxing, picking up trash, and next thing I know, I'm on, like, <clears throat> Instagrams. I was on Facebook. Because you're like, leading it by example. He's trash. And I was really, and it was funny because people were like, oh, he did that for publicity. No, I honestly was just out there trying to relax. And I was like, why not pick up trash while I get some exercise? Because our city needs to be cleaned up. And it just blew up from there, man. And what I see is missing a lot of times, not just in local government, um, because, you know, government, it, politics is politics. And you, yes, have, yes. you have that game that you play. And I, I totally understand that. But what we don't see a lot of in, in politics, we don't see a lot of in even the church sometimes, is celebration. Hey, yeah. this is something good that's happening. Let's celebrate Let's this. Let's celebrate it. You know, leading by example. Why would we not cheer on the mayor? Why aren't we out there helping him? That's it. You know, or doing our part. Like Nehemiah rebuilding the wall. He's like, hey, this part of the wall is in front of your house. You rebuild this part. That's it. You, you get know? your piece, I get my piece. That's right. Mm-hmm. And together we have a whole bunch of pieces. That's right. So, so like, if I, like, if anyone is out there listening... Which I know they are, because you guys have. What do you mean? If if, you know yeah. I mean? if they're out there listening to this, if they haven't already been like, this guy's weird, cut it off. I'm done. <laughs> right, right. If you are in any type of leadership, okay. If you are in the ministry, if you are the leader of a company, a owner, a supervisor, if you are in local politics, or even you know the upper level politics, one thing that we have to understand is that people are hurting. That's right. Everyone has something going on in their life that they are hurting from. They have a dilemma. They have an issue. They have a certain way that they feel about things. And so when you look at politics and you say, you know, we're here to run things, we're going to straighten it out. You You can't implement any type of system, any type of program, or any type of, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
I can't even think of another one right now. Just a now. policy. A policy. Yeah. There you go. Boom, yeah. pow. Policy. <laughs> if the people's minds are not prepared for it. That's right. If their mindset is not prepared, if it's not positive, if they aren't ready to receive it, then it may work temporarily, but eventually it's not going to grab foot. So we've got to get out there and reach the people. Yeah. Don't yeah. just sell them wolf tickets when you need votes. Come on now. You got to get work. You got to get to work, bro. That's right. Or cool. sis. <laughs> Going off of what you said, this is something I wrote down earlier in preparation for this. I uh, said, we've been through storms as a community, um, but we were not abandoned. We continue to see God's strength and grace. Um, and sometimes uh, when we have that potential uh, growth, we can't always take that step when we're not ready for it. So when we haven't been through these struggles or storms, right. and then we take that step, it might not have been in the right time. Don't be disheartened when you have been through these storms because now you get to see God's strength grow. Yes. And see that to fruition. Yes. I love that. And you get to minister on a whole other level. Amen. So, like, if somebody walked up to me before September 23rd, 2019, and said, Man, I lost my father last month and I'm, I'm lost, man. I don't know what to do. I mean, I can give them words of comfort, but it ain't the same sure. if you've never sure. been through it. Right. That's right. And so once my father passed, it took me a few days, but then I was like, you know what? This is just another opportunity to minister to someone because mm. now I've been through that. That's right. And now I can tell them, hey, I know what you're going through because I've been through it. And a lot of times just getting words of of condolence from someone, you're like, okay, thank you. Right. But when it's like, hey, man, I lost my dad six months ago or last year. And right. If you need to go get a cup of coffee, if you mm. need to go uh, sure. get a McRib sandwich at McDonald's. Oh, come boy. on now. No onions. Watch out now. I got you. Let's no write this onions. down. Got to take the fries and dip it in the sauce. Are you no, writing this down? No onions. No, I, got you. I, got, I got his order. That's it. With no onions. <laughs> <laughs> She's yes. going to be like, is Mr. Spears in there with you? That's it. <laughs> no, no. McRib with no onions. Get you one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you were talking about changing people's minds, and uh, that's probably the hardest job you're going to have uh, yes. as a leader. Um, and what I've found is that the people who are the loudest critics are the least engaged, mm-hmm. and they also don't vote when it comes time for elections, but they complain about everything. Yep. The ones who actually are voting and, and trying they're to be happy. engaged, they're happy or they're part of the solution brainstorm process. Yeah. Or they hit you up in, like, Messenger. That's exactly right. They don't blast you on their own public yeah. forums. They'll, yeah. they'll, but they'll also like congratulate you in Messenger. They'd be like, LOL, I'm so proud of you. You're doing a great job. And I'm like, thank you. Was this thank a you. grown man that wrote that? <laughs> LOL. LOL. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. They see me like responding to somebody. So like, listen, so here's the thing though. In this last year and a half, my manhood has grown. Come like, on. I used to not right take on. it. I used to be like, Oh, I can't say anything. They're mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't. I don't want to say it, and they take it wrong. They're gonna be upset. Now they're like, "Hey, there's water in my street. I need you to come look at it." And I'm like, "Well, basically, what had happened was you <laughs> need to contact your city council representative first. That's right. And then the at-large members second. That's right. And then 
we can all work together on it, but you can't always just go straight to the mayor. Yeah, not saying right. I'm above that. It's not that. It's if you elected these other people to represent yeah. you, you need to use them. Yeah. That's right. Well, there's proper solutions to yes. going through the right channel. He's like, oh, I know the mayor. I'm about to call him right now. Hey, Dubé. Hey, look here, man. I'm like, <laughs> dude, listen. Go through proper protocol so those people can That's know right. who you are and you can know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And I used to not do any of that. I used to be like, okay, I'll be there right now. Yeah. But it's like, no, we've got to start to establish order. And so, like, now That's I'm right. doing those things that I used to be afraid to well, do. Well, then you stretch yourself, stretch yourself too thin if you're yes. trying to put out every single fire in the city. You just can't do that. You can't do it, man. And I think that firmness comes with the conviction of of that ministry. So yes. you know who you are and where you are in your in your walk and what you've been convicted to I'm do as mayor. <laughs> Rick James. I'm Rick James. <laughs> Period. Not comma. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that you've got com- conviction and you know where you stand in these. So like now you're able to be, you know, a little more firmer. It's not like you're, you're loosely blown in the wind. You're like, Oh, you know, Oh yeah, I can, I can. Yeah, I can. So you got to stand front. Now the, and the other side of that though, is that when I walk into city hall or when I speak or talk to any of the staff or employees for the city, I asked them to treat me like as if I was the newest employee that hired in five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like when they're like, oh my gosh, like here's the mayor. I got to run off. I can't let him see me here. Hey man, how are you doing today? What's going on? You ain't yeah. got to do all this. Hey, Mr. Larry. It's like, if you want to call me Doobie, call me Doobie. Like, let's talk. What's going on with your kids, man? Like what's, what's bothering you? How can I help you? Like when people act like, Oh, because they're the mayor or they're the representative or they're, you know, whatever they are. What they call yeah. it alderman in some cities. Right. Man, you are a servant, man. That's right. Like, you may have that title, but you are a servant. You got to be humble, dude. That's a complete contrast to the pastor of this church. He was like, he, he called a board man. He was like, hey, y'all, I want that presidential music to Where's play that, whenever I walk in the door. Where's that mute button at? Wow, well, hold on. Hold on. It's like the pastor of this church. That's it, baby. That's it. No, I find that same thing happens, though, at the credit union where I'm on the the board of directors. Right. When I walk in, now they're actually trained to say, hey, whatever the board member asks, you drop what you're doing. I don't like that. I want to be able to come in very quietly and just say hello, talk to individual people, and then go to my boardroom and do my business. I don't want to have to be treated like I am the president. It's relational. It's strange. It's relational. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. So It's relational. That's exactly right. It's relational. That's my word. It's relationals. Relations. Not relations. Human relations. (laughs) Not relations. A little HR up Tone matters. That's right. (laughs) Tone. Tone matters. (laughs) Relations. I've got got two final questions for for me anyway. The first one. My wife is good. She just messaged me and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm chilling with Matt at Life Church. She's like, all right. That's it. She knows. I'm good. Yeah. So I did. <laughs> the, the first question is, as mayor, let me ask you this one first. Are you going to run again for mayor? Turn around every now and then I get a little bit lonely and I'll never. No, I don't know, man. I got to pray about that. I get asked that all the time. They're like, are you going to run again? I'm like, I don't know yet. Because honestly, like, honestly, like when I say this, I truly mean it. I'm only doing this because I feel like it's an assignment. I got 50, 11 kids sure. at home. Yeah, say that again. 50, 11. <laughs> okay. That's a whole lot of kids. I got, I got, I have. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm a I have that. a 17 year old, finna be 18 year old son. I have an 11 year old daughter, a nine year old son, and a one year old daughter. Oh. So I love being a father, oh. man. And then yeah. I still work a real job. Like the city of Orange Mayor, like it pays $180 a month. 
And That's I'm big only money, saying bro. that not to complain. I'm only <clears throat> saying that because people think it's like, oh, you riding around in a big body Benz. No. That's right. I'm riding around broke. That's why I'm trying to go get <laughs> Servant this. leadership. That's why I eat at McDonald's. Well, you know, and as I'm glad you said that because uh, if you're not at the federal level of politics, yeah, even yeah. state reps are only making nothing. a few they, thousand dollars a year. I think my buddy Dave Phelan said he makes like $2 or $6 a month. Yeah, it's, like it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. And it's cool because really we are here to serve and it's a ministry. That's right. So when I say that I have to pray about it, it's because it's it's not like I'm doing it for fun. It, it's I want to be here to help my community, but I also want to be obedient, which is what you were talking about, sure. to the Lord. So if he says yeah. after this first term, I, I need you to do something over here, yeah, I got to go, man. Sure. Well, here's what I think personally. I'm not in trouble. And I'll talk to Jesus about this, you know what I'm saying? But... Uh, <laughs> I think that what you've done with, and I don't know if this is necessarily an intentional system you've built as a politician, but taking your your attitude, your social media strategy, your community strategy, you can take that on any level and have major impact. And I think personally, if the assignment was county judge, I'm not trying to start anything up here, but I think you can do it. If it's state rep, if it's senator, if it's congressman, if it's president, I think you can go as far as you want to go. If you keep that same system in place you've got now, I think the sky's the limit. I appreciate that. And I mean that, seriously. I'm not trying to fluff up anything or blow smoke. It's funny you say that. I hear that every now and again from people, and I'm just like, guys, I'm really just having fun with it and trying to bless other people. Like I really don't even ever think about that level because I ain't got no money. So I work for Dow Chemicals. You don't so have I get to, to have no at, money. I get to work at four in the morning. I work my hours, and then I do city stuff, and then I go home to my kids and my wife. And so when I look at those people, like, man, you got to have cash. Yeah, that's what fundraising's for. Don't worry about that's cash. That's true. That's true. But right now, and listen, I just, you serve I, a guy that owns everything, so don't worry about that. That's true. You know, if you got, got a nine hundred credit score, come on now. I don't have that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that. Uh, for me, it's really just a ministry, and I love it. And if it goes there one day, I'll, he'll, I think he'll show me. Sure. But yeah. for now, um, I just, I'm, loving, I'm loving seeing his works being done. The, the hope that people have, once again, is being restored through Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, And that's what's so different and why it's so attractive what you're doing is because it's the opposite of what we're used to. Right. It's not the norm. You don't see politicians excited about their communities. Right. You see them excited about their political platforms, uh, their party agendas for the year, whatever it is, fundraising. Mm-hmm. It's never just about the community. So my last question is this. What do you want as mayor You're going to your last year of your term? What do you want the city of Orange to be known for? Here's what I want the city of Orange to be known for. I've already been praying. Like So each year there's a specific subject that I've asked him to reveal to me. The first year was uh, positive motivation, encouraging participation, and leading by example. The second year, which we're still in it, is the uh, responsibility and accountability. I've been praying about it, and so far I feel like in our third year, it's the word activate. And Mm. the reason why I say that is I have been chasing. I, I had to be convicted. The Lord convicted me after my father passed away that I've been chasing a high. I've been chasing that we're bringing a Chick-fil-A to Orange. Yay! We're bringing a $3 million rec center. Yay! We're about to build a new pavilion. We're getting a hospital. We're doing $3 million in road work. We're doing this. We're doing that. Yay! We're bringing in new business. We're starting new companies. We're doing this. And then at the, it's like at the end of the day, it's like God has shown me in these last three weeks since my dad passed that 
there comes a time when we are neglecting him by not being thankful for what we already have. Yeah. And so when I say activate, I mean there are things that he has already blessed us with that we are overlooking mm. because we're chasing the next announcement or the next high right. or the next opportunity to make people be happy and proud of what we're doing. <clears throat> and sometimes, man, you just got to sit back and say, we've already got all these awesome things. That's right. Let's find a way to promote it, mm-hmm. get involved in it, and just be thankful because there are some people who don't even have those things. Yeah, That's right. That's what I feel like I want Orange to be known for as a community that got positive again, got encouraged, got back involved, and then now that they've seen the fruits of their labor, they're like, now let's get out here and make it happen. Yeah, That's awesome. Because yeah. if you don't take care of the things he's given you, he ain't going to keep giving you stuff. That's right. Same thing I tell my kids. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Orange, you're saying Orange has potential energy, which is energy waiting for a trigger. Yeah. And uh, in your third year, it's time to activate. It's time to activate, man. Time to go. Right on. Yeah, you know, uh, I was going to wrap up by saying if, if you're not from Orange, you're listening to this podcast, if you're ever traveling through the area, Orange has a lot of really cool right. stuff. The history. Shangri-La. Shangri-La, the, the Luxury Theater. Theater. I mean, the, the biggest names of entertainment have been there. Yeah, Stark uh, Museum. Stark Museum, that's right. That Stark Museum at one point, uh, for all you uh, museum nerds, they had the largest, and they may still have the largest Georgia O'Keeffe collection in the world. Really? And she did uh, floral paintings and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, it's incredible stuff that we have all around here. The Stark uh, House and Heritage House and just the, the waterways that we have and the beautiful scenery there with the swampland and, and wetlands and stuff. And fishing. it's just a really – fishing is great. Uh, a lot of great mom-and-pop restaurants too, Bluebirds and yeah, man. so many good Cheese places. Oh, man, so Dude, good. Dude, Take Six is coming to Lutcher Theater to perform like in this uh, Ray Charles okay. show. And I grew up like, if Take Six is listening to this, my name is Larry Spears Jr., <laughs> You can call me duty. All I want to do is sing with y'all for like 30 seconds, please. Okay, please. so let me ask you, if I, I, if I can make that happen. Yes. I mean, do I get a Mac rib then? Dude, I will buy you 100 Mac ribs. Oh, oh. my goodness. You heard Take it right six. here. It's all, see, we weren't allowed to listen to anything. So I had a CD by a group called Commissioned. Yes. And Take Six. And I know all their songs. I know all their stuff. I am their biggest fan. Their Christmas CD is the best Christmas CD ever. And they're doing a Ray Charles tribute show? And they're, they're going to be here. So I asked the people at the Lutcher Theater, please, if I, I don't ever, I don't want to ask for nothing, but I'm going to be like, please, can I just meet them before the show? They need to wow. make that happen for the mayor. You know, like I'm going to make some phone calls, bro. Man, I'm, I'm going to try to hook you up with that. Six, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so six. final thoughts for young leaders getting into politics. I think in my final thoughts, if I would say anything to young people who are wanting to get involved in politics, remember that you have to keep God first in everything that you do. When you put God first in everything that you do, then all things will be ordered and you will see the fruits of the labor. And the reason why you have to stay positive and you have to keep God first is because it's not going to be easy. You have to remember that you are here to serve the people. Um, one of the greatest aspects about being a leader is actually being a servant. Yeah. And so for young people who want to get involved, don't be afraid to have your new ideas. Don't be afraid to break the barrier. Don't be afraid to step out of the box. Um, if, if, and if you allow God to lead you, then you ain't got to worry about nothing. 
And I, I hope that everyone that is listening is inspired to get involved in your community. You don't have to just be a council member or a mayor to do things. You can get involved in all this, the different civic or civil organizations in your area and just start to help. That's right. Just get involved, man. That's right. That's great. Mr. Mayor Spears, I appreciate your time. Thank you for Dude, coming Dude, you guys are here. awesome. Listen, Matt and Matt <laughs> is about to be the hottest <laughs> podcast in the United States of America. I'm All the there. way to Timbuktu. I love it. I'm telling you, I'm it's blushing. coming, guys. If, you, if, you, if you're listening, go get your mama in them. Tell your uncle. Tell your cousins you don't even like no more. <laughs> to, to, to chime in and start listening to Matt, Matt and Matt. That's oh, right. Oh, thank you, sir. I boom appreciate pal. that. Boom pal. Hashtag boom pal. Yeah. We're gonna uh, we're gonna put a link to your uh, Facebook. Do you have Instagram? Do you, you do got Instagram? Instagram? It, yeah. I used to just have it as Doobie, but it's Mayor Spears. Now. Oh, now come check Mayor me out on Instagrams. <laughs> you can see my fifty eleven babies. I like to fish. If anybody wants to go on a fishing trip, holla at your boy. Oh, you're gonna have salt water. Now. Yeah, y'll come on down to oh, the fruit. Orange Texas. You can catch a bass, a flounder, a redfish. You can catch everything all in the same spot. And an old tire. That's and right. And an old tire. Yeah, we're, let's put a city link in there too. Absolutely. We'll do it OrangeTexas.gov, I believe is what it is. Or dot com. Dot net. Dot net. I was and close. The, and <laughs> dot net. There's several. It's like Orange Texas Gov. That's on Facebook. Orange Texas Gov on Facebook. OrangeTexas.net on the intranets. www. And the website has links to start. Uh, you get on all of that. Venues and all that kind of stuff. I bet y'all don't have a wiener schnitzel like we do. Come on. That'll <laughs> preach. That's yeah. my stuff right there, man. Mm -hmm. Amen. Ooh. Man, this is like one of my favorite, not to take away any, for anything from our previous guests, this is one of my favorite episodes. Oh, 100%. I love it. Let's do it again one day. Yeah. The tell following is going to, listen, I'm going to tell you guys something. Yeah. I'm going to speak prophetically into your life. Okay. This is go. only the beginning for you. I'm ready. This is what you were made for. So like you have been given a gift, you have been given a, a, a talent and most people are afraid to offer back the talent that God has given them to the world today. Yeah. And so when we do those things that God has given us to give back into his kingdom, the fruits of your labor are going to multiply because right now you're planting seeds all around the world. So I'm telling you right now, this is going to blow up. You guys are going to travel all around the world. People are going to invite you to their TV show. And I see it happening, bro. And I appreciate that. I see it. Thank you, sir. Amen to that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. That warms the heart. Yes. I think next time we should do like an on location at City Hall. Oh, yeah. We can do that. We can take this thing anywhere. Honestly. Yeah, we're mobile. Um, That's great. Yeah. I'm at a loss for words after that one. Thank you, sir. This is, like I said, one of my favorite. I We will invite you back. Let me know. Probably uh, for that recap, for the uh, uh, year two recap yeah. you were talking about. Yeah, I would love to do like a uh, recap to tell you all, yeah. all the things that we've done. Yeah, that would be great. If people want to hear it. Sure. Oh, people love success. Yeah, that's we right. We talk about some crazy other stuff too, like fishing stories. Yeah, yeah. we talk about yeah. all kind of stuff, man. Skunk apes in the swamp. Yep. I'm sorry. You don't know about them skunk apes. Uh, no, sir. We'll get you there one day. I missed that out. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, check out the bios in the description. We're gonna have Mr. Mayor's uh, link and uh, a link to the great city of Orange Fruit City. Uh, we love y'all. Pray for y'all. Stay in touch. <laughs>